Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Talk Recorded live. Can you hear us? Yeah. He's an American dream, all right, Howard, as we honor the great Dusty Rhodes on this Monday, June the 13th, ladies and gentlemen, however, 2016. Welcome to episode 47 on Raw Radio 1 Caller ID number 138744. And of course, you can talk to the big three starting out here this afternoon, as is the case every Monday. First, let me introduce myself. I am the Iceman, Jerry Drawing from the award winning Stanley Cup champion city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And along with me today is my two sidekicks, first off in Philadelphia, from the Kramer Brothers Band, of course, from the Click Owns This Business, among other Facebook pages. Let's introduce him now, the Big Diesel, Big Daddy Cool himself, Gregory Kramer. Greg, how you doing today? Good, guys. How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good on this very, very uh, sunny Monday, and of course, it's a very unique day. Of course, we'll talk more about that as we go along here. And now, of course, let me introduce my other partner, if you will, the human suplex machine. No, not Taz, if you will, the former two-time ECW world champion and SmackDown announcer, the other human suplex machine, none other than my buddy, John Gross. John, how are you doing today? Great. Well, we got a lot to talk about, guys, so let's get into it. Of course, as we told you at the start, Howard, that was a recurring theme of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, who one year ago this weekend, however, we lost, sadly, at the age of 69, however, due to cancer. But, guys, uh, a somber way to begin today's show, however, and let's begin with our lead story. Of course, over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, however, we lost two very special things happened to us. First off, it began Friday night, of course, in case you did not hear, into early Saturday morning, Christina Grimmie, the voice singer of 22 years old, however, who was performing a concert in Orlando, Florida, tragically suddenly lost her life at the age of 22 due to a shooting, however, and this wasn't the only thing that happened in Orlando over the weekend. We'll talk about it as we go along here, but this was one of the big things that happened that started the weekend out, however, on a somber note. Uh, John, your thoughts about this heartbreaking tragedy? <sighs> Well, I've always said here on radio, not not play with guns. And do people learn their lesson? Nope. They just want to kill again. 
Yes, unfortunately they do. And this time, with no extra security around, however, and no uh, extra metal detectors, whatever, however, we saw what happened how, after our concert Friday night, and that was Christina Grimmie, just as she was wrapping up her show, signing autographs for fans, how suddenly taken away from us too soon at the age of 22. People all over the music and entertainment world are mourning her death, including Blake Sheldon, Selena Gomez, Adam Levine, Christina Aguilera, among others. Uh, this is just absolutely heartbreaking, to say the least. Greg, your thoughts about this heartbreaking tragedy Friday night into early Saturday morning? Uh, it's really a shame that uh, I didn't know who she was at first. Mm-hmm. But I, I know she was my age and stuff. Yes. It's heartbreaking how she died. A fan killed her, and yep. that was the end yep. of her. And uh, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Christina's fans and fran- fan- fans and friends and family. Certainly, uh, our hearts go out to you. However, and uh, our prayers are with you indeed. But guys, that wasn't the only story that went on in Orlando over the weekend. What happened Saturday night into early yesterday morning was even worse. However, another shooting this time at a nightclub of all places. However, in Orlando, 50 people we understand were taken away. 55 more fatally wounded and in critical condition. They're saying this is the worst shooting since Sandy Hook. Maybe bigger than Virginia Tech shooting. Uh, Greg, I'll go to you first this time. Your thoughts about this heartbreaking uh, nightclub shooting again in Orlando? Uh, really a shame. Uh, they go, I don't know why people have to do that stuff, but it, uh, it's really a shame. Yes, I would agree. And of course, the gentleman who was identified, however, as I believe, if I can just uh, pull this up here, as I'm pulling it up here right now as we're speaking to you guys live here on the air as we speak, identified as Omar Mateen, however. He carried an A4, A4R 15 assault rifle and said he fired 20 rounds, 50, 40, then 50 more in tight cores that the bolts could hardly miss, and he shot at people and began taking hostages at the same time. Uh, just really just turns your stomach, to say the least. John, your thoughts about this uh, senseless tragedy at that nightclub in Orlando? You know, this this has gone way too far. Can it mm-hmm. get any worse with more shootings? Can it get any more worse and worse and worse each day? Yep. I mean... I mean, have we learned anything since 9-11, Colorado, Sandy Hook, and all that shit? I mean, I mean, and now we got got a guy that killed that killed 50 people, and for what? A yeah. senseless act of yeah. of gay pride. Yes. Yes. He, and he I saw messages. Yes. JD, I'm sorry, I cut you off. That's but, okay, John, John, please continue. Sorry, go ahead. And then, and when I saw on the internet, I saw messages from from sons talking to their mother yes. that they've got him, that he's got them. Yeah. And it's very chilling, and mm-hmm. it breaks your heart when you see it. It's oh, very yeah. uh, cryptic, chilling. But in the end, you know, yeah. something has has to be done. And oh, yes. I'm glad to sh- and I want to make this one thing perfectly clear. Yes. Clear. I know the shooter's dead, but I got I got three words for him. Please. Go to hell. I couldn't have said that. Burn in hell. 
Yes. As far as I'm um, concerned. I couldn't have said that any better, John. And I think a lot of people agree with you. I know a few people, I mean, parades were going on yesterday in different cities, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, San Francisco even. They were all mourning the death of this uh, very heartbreaking ordeal. And I have a few friends who are in each of those cities right now, however, and they told me the mood has just been gone somber more and more. And it will be somber for a while. Of course, a lot of people are in heartbreak over this tragedy, however, they are still trying to find out if there's any more to this story. We're still finding out more details throughout the day today. We found out that this guy placed a call to 911 and pledged his allegiance to the terrorist group ISIS before this even happened. This is just, this is, all, like you said, too surreal, too chilling, too frightening to even say. And again, our thoughts and prayers with the friends and family of all these victims. However, again, we are, our heart aches for you, Orlando, and we are thinking of you in many ways because I have friends in Orlando and family, and uh, a couple of them actually uh, live right near that place, however, that the shooting took place. Howard, a couple of them not too far away from the place. But when I talked to them yesterday, Howard, some of them just said it's just an all-too-surreal scene down there. And it just it doesn't seem like it really happened. But like I said, it did happen. And we are definitely thinking of you, Orlando. We love you. We're thinking of you. And our prayers are going out to you, certainly. Oh, well, J.D., with that in mind, yes. let's, let's uh, bow our heads and bell salute. Moment yes. of silence and then a prayer. Yes, I think it's only for the victims and also for the uh, singer. All right, let's go. Almighty God, we thank you for letting us do another show here on Raw Radio. We also want to thank you for for the time that we've had here on the show. We also want to thank you for letting us be here and letting us be into your hearts and prayers. We also want want you to uh, watch over this young lady who lost her life following this senseless act of tragedy in Orlando and also the shooters and also the victims that were gunned down in Orlando nightclub and also the shooter who's in hell right now. Comfort them. Comfort the family. Comfort the the friends and let them know that they are not alone in this tragedy. Let them know that their thoughts that your thoughts and prayers are with us, them, right now. And let them know that they're safe within the Lord, and let them know that they're safe within your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins. And and let them know to be safe, that they're safe in the hands of God. Amen. Amen. Well said, John. And I think we're all thinking of them, and we will be thinking of them in the days and weeks to come. No question about it. No question about it.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that, but we had to get it out of the way. I think it was only appropriate we had to start the show out this way today. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four caller ID, one three eight seven four four. This is episode 47. You can listen to all of our shows on TalkShoe.com each and every week, however, whether it's Raw Radio, Attitude Radio, of course, uh, also Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, which we'll talk about more as we go along here this afternoon. Uh, guys, shifting focus to a positive now, however, in my neck of the woods, however, the U.S. Open Golf Tournament is going on this week. However, Oakmont Country Club, of course, Tiger Woods not playing in the tournament, but the big names, Rory McIlroy, Phil Mickelson, Jordan Spieth, the champ from a year ago, among others, will be here in Pittsburgh, just outside of Pittsburgh at Oakmont Country Club. Uh, it should be a very exciting tournament. It gets all underway on Thursday, if you will. Uh, John, i got to ask you, who do you think is going to win this tournament? This is going to be a tough U.S. Open, it looks like, again. I don't follow golf very much, but but... I, I'm sensing that's going to be a good, good thing for you, or, for that. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Yeah. I'm sorry. I really don't. No, that's okay. That's understandable. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see who wins. A lot of people think Spieth could win it again this year, but I'll tell you right now, if there's a guy who could surprise you, I mean, I'm not saying it's Phil Mickelson. I'm not going to say it's Jordan. There's one or two guys I'm looking at maybe that could wind up winning this uh, tournament. It's going to be either Ricky Fowler, I feel, depending on the way the weather looks like. How it could be his destiny because he came so close to winning some tournaments last year, or it could be another big name, and that is a big, long hitter by the name of Dustin Johnson, the guy who came up a little short last year against uh, Jordan Spieth in the final at Chamber. Bay. I mean, he has the long game to prove it, and if he can just keep his putting to a minimum, not make many mistakes like he did towards the end of last year's tournament, however, he has a chance of taking home the glass slipper and becoming the U.S. Open champion. Greg, I'm sure you don't follow golf, but if I have to get, if you have to get a uh, prediction in, who do you think is going to win this U.S. Open tournament this week at Oakmont? Uh, whoever's the top dogs. Jordan Spieth seems to be one of the top dogs right now, so you're thinking he's going to repeat his champion again. Is that what we're hearing? Yes. All right, so you're going with Jordan again. Okay. Well, we'll find out Sunday night, guys, when the final round takes place there at Oakmont Country Club, who is the champ and who will be runner-up. But, uh, yeah, the weather is shaping up to be very interesting, at least for the first few days. How I mean, they said they're calling for a slight chance of rain on Friday, which I will be at the tournament. Of course, Saturday's supposed to be pretty warm and humid. Sunday's supposed to be even warmer for Dad's Day, so all you fathers and sons, hopefully you can go out there and enjoy a round of golf, however, by watching the great U.S. Open tournament. And on Thursday, they're calling for a stronger chance of rain, however, so it will be a big challenge for the golfers to play out there in the monsoon, I'm sure, Thursday, if it does rain. But Friday's supposed to sprinkle off and on throughout the day, and by the weekend, it's supposed to be dry and muggy and humid again. So it could be a little more challenging for the uh, golfers and the tournament itself by the weekend. So we're definitely going to keep our eyes and ears on that. Also, speaking of hits, Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen, a big hearty congratulations to my hometown team, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes, folks, the Penguins won the Stanley Cup for the fourth time in their history last night out there in San Jose, California, as they beat the Sharks 3-1. to Matt Murray coming back with a big, strong game. Of course, Chris Letang getting the game winner, but Sidney Crosby, the great Sid Crosby, winning his second big Conn Smythe Trophy Award as the overall MVP of the series. However, the Penguins, of course, I mean, Four months ago, no one thought they were going to be in this situation. Heck, I didn't even think they were going to be in this situation. And of course, John and I always have a little argument about this because of his caps. And, of course, Greg's team, the Flyers, who are rivals to my boys, of course, uh, just getting in the playoffs, of course, had a 
interesting run themselves this season, but the Caps, of course, were knocked out by the Penguins in the second round. Not many people thought the Penguins would go past the second round, and they would falter in the final round against Tampa Bay. Unfortunately, that was not the case. The Penguins just kept chugging along, led by their coach, Mike Sullivan, and now are sitting on top of the mound with the Stanley Cup in their hand, and they're ready to have a party here on Wednesday afternoon. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in downtown Pittsburgh, obviously, considering what happened earlier this weekend, as we mentioned. But that being said, John, you've got to give your kudos to the Pittsburgh Penguins and Mikey Sullivan bringing home the cup. Most definitely. And, uh, Greg, your thoughts about the Penguins taking home Lord Stanley's Cup? Uh, I didn't really hear about it, so I guess they'd be good or not. I don't really know. Well, they did uh, have. They still have one on your boys, the Flyers. Unfortunately, the Flyers have not won a cup since the seventies. They are trying to make some noise in the cup. Uh, obviously, playoffs. They did try to give it a good effort. I will give them that. They did give it a good effort. But at the end of the day, once again, it turned out to be the Penguins' destiny. However, in more ways than one. And that being said, it will be fun come Wednesday. Once the parade happens, and like I said, they are expecting it is going to be a big-time party. Like I said, it's going to be very fun. It's going to be very exciting. And I know a lot of people are looking forward to the big parade on Wednesday afternoon. All right. Well, with that said, like I said, of course, we're just about wrapping up the news for the day. Unless we have a few other news items, we'll pass along to you throughout the afternoon. We're also expecting some guests dropping by here this afternoon. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this Sunday. That's right, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Join Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw along with the rest of the panel. John, myself, Greg, hopefully, along with Michelle, Lynn Dodds, the Black Widow, Gerard T. Smith, and the last kicker, Amory Reckenbach, Kendrick, the Lowdown Smith, of course, as well as possibly maybe Mr. Hulk, maybe Bob Zuckerman, whoever else joins us for the Money in the Bank predictions, however, as we will get our side bets in and maybe, however, give you our thoughts about the big pay-per-view just coming up this Sunday from the beautiful uh, T-Mobile Arena of all places. Yes, I couldn't remember the name of the arena for a second there. Sorry, folks, but it's the T-Mobile Arena. I got it now in beautiful Sin City itself, Las Vegas, Nevada, and how appropriate it is going to be in Las Vegas as we will be weighing in with our thoughts here in just a little bit with Money in the Bank. In the meantime, John has got some birthdays and dates from yesterday and today, so we're going to turn it over to him now with his thoughts on those. So, John, please proceed with those, and we'd like to hear what you've got for us today. All right. First of all, I want to say, pray for Orlando. Amen. And first of all, and second of all, I want to say, congratulations. My congratulations go out to Pittsburgh. Thank you. Yes, it's it's been quite it's been quite a scene in the last 24 hours, believe me, and it promised to be even more that way. Yeah, looks like no one didn't get much sleep last night because they were having a hard day. Yeah, a lot of people weren't having didn't get much sleep, and even if they did get sleep power, they only got a few winks here and there. I mean, I slept pretty good, like I said, until I got up again early this morning, real early this morning. But then after that, I. Uh, Ended up uh, getting back to sleep for a couple more hours before I finally got off for the day a little after 8 o'clock. So I was ready to go right, by here. idiom. All right, here we go. All right. Twenty-eight years ago today, Antonio Inoki beat Maso Sato in the tournament finals to become the IWGP heavyweight champion, the first. Hmm. Interesting. WCW presented last of the champions XV, which is 15, I think. Yes. Yep, it is 15. Not Knoxville, USA, from the Civic 
Auditorium, Knoxville, Tennessee. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's see. If there's any title changes? Nope. No title changes. But uh, Arn Anderson and Barry Windham beat L. Dijon, Giant Gonzalez and Flying Brian in the Loser Leaves Town match. Yes, Vince Giant- Billman lost the fall. He was forced to leave WCW. Well, he wasn't a- gone for long as he returned as the masked yellow dog. Yes, and of course, uh, uh, Giant Gonzalez, better known to everyone, of course, is Jorge Gonzalez or El Guillante, the big seven foot six monster, of course. Uh, he was a big guy, I remember, at times, how I mean, I remember him uh, vaguely when he was in W. Like I said, I do remember when he was in WCW as uh, El Guillante. I just watched a match of his not that long ago on the Best of Giants DVD, but I think a lot of people remember him best as, uh, like I said, as, uh, like I said, like you mentioned, uh, Giant Gonzalez in 1993. Yep. 18 years ago today, Enzo Kabashi beat. Toshi Kawada to win the All Japan Triple Crown Championship. Hmm. 2000, the 24-7 rule was still in effect as Crash Holly won back the WWE Hardcore title over Gerald Briscoe. Hmm. And another Hardcore title change occurred the same the following year. Hmm. Test beat Rhino to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. And near the end of the bout, Stacey Keebler made her WWE debut. Hmm. And what's also interesting about the show, yes. Spike Studley challenged Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWE Championship. Oh, jeez. You know, yeah, that was... You said for the World's Heavyweight title? Yep, that was on the same show. You know about a guy who always seemed to never back away from the big dogs. It was always Spike, it seemed like. I mean, whether it was Mike Awesome or Austin. I mean, Spike, I mean, he was only five foot five, one forty five, one fifty. however. But he would go up against these big guys, 6'6", 6'7", 280, 285, 6'4", 250, and he would have a heart like a lion. Yeah. All right. And speaking of, WWE presented ECW a one-night stand in 2005. Yes. Though many WWE stars were on the card, Tommy Dreamer and Paul Heyman both put the show together. Stone Cold Steve Austin also made an unannounced cameo appearance. The reaction to the show was so overwhelmingly positive that the one-time reunion would become a full-time revival later, a year later. Yes. And... Remember the main event, after the main event, both ECW superstars and the WWE Crusaders done a fight with ECW winning. And also, remember the Blue Meanie JBL incident? Yes. That happened. And I think there was an incident between Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman, I remember, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see. What else? What else have we got? I know we had something in 2006, so I'm going to be snooty on it. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. 
June 12, 2006, saw the re on Monday Night Raw, saw the reuniting of the Generation X. Yes. This was the first time that Triple H and Shawn Michaels were back were together since March, since July of 2002. At Slammiversary, Mr. Anderson, known as Ken Kennedy, beat Sting to win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Four years ago today, WWE taped the final episode of NXT Redemption from the Verizon Wireless Arena in Manchester, New Hampshire. Hmm. After 67 episodes, the fifth season of NXT was originally intended to be a second chance series with cast members looking to make the WWE before morphing into something of a bizarro WWE Universe show was put out the past year. Hmm. Derek Bateman, Titus O'Neil, and Darren Young were the unrecognized co-winners. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. And we have a birthday today. Hmm. For a happy 45th birthday to the world's strongest man, Mark Gerald Henry. Yes. And he is the he, his cousin. I know, used to, as I mentioned before, he used to play for Pittsburgh back in the late 90s, Keevan Henry. And we know about Mark Henry's history. I mean, this guy... When it comes to strong, I mean, this guy is Mr. Strong Guy, no doubt about it. And of course, at one time, he was the ECW World Champion. And there was some talk he might even retire soon. And uh, if he does retire, I mean, I wish him good luck, and I think we all do. But I think he would be beneficial if he'd be like a trainer, because I think he can train some of these guys to be just like him, maybe. Who could ever? Go ahead. Who could ever forget the sexual chocolate thing? Yes, but I think I also remember the time, I think Greg can remember this too, I think we all can remember this, when he picked up that car with one arm and just tipped it over. I mean, that's scary. That's scary strength right there for you, you know? Oh, how about, how about this one? Hmm. The rig, the rig thing in 2013. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I forgot all about that. You're right. Yeah, that's right. So, definitely happy and birthday. How- how about one more for how about two two more for for posterior? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I gotta tell you, JD, Mark Henry had a big push in two thousand eleven when he won the world heavyweight title. Yes he did. And also how about that prank he pulled on John Cena? That stunt he pulled. Oh yeah, the infamous retirement. Yes, that was that that's still talked about even, yeah. Everyone thought he was going to retire, and he meant, and it looked like he meant it, and then he fooled everyone, and then everyone, all of us bought into a hook, line, and sinker. Yes, I forgot all about that. Yes, you're right. You're he right. trolled us. Yes, he definitely did. And you know what, however, I think that was probably one of the best OMG, but also one of the most, I wouldn't say most controversial, but it was one of the most unique moments in history, without question. I thought it was very, very cool that uh, he got away with that. I mean, that was very unique when he did that. And you want to know why, how, how he, how that happened? Hmm. How that accomplished him to do that? Please, tell us. Uh, well, we're going to need a uh, sound bite. All right, we can do that. Crank it up. 
So bear with bear bear with me, folks. Right. You hear that? I can hear it just fine. Yep. Did you hear it? I heard it. Yep. Yep. And also, Mark Henry is not the only one that has the birthday today. Hmm. Jerry Lynn turns 54 years old. The whole effing show, formerly known as Mr. Uh, uh, whole effing show, Mr. Pa- Mr. New effing show, if you will. However, so uh, happy birthday to both of them. Truly, two good guys. Oh, so. oh yes. And of course, oh, right. and we also know Jerry Lynn. Before we go into Sunday or Monday, John, I was or today. I was going to say Jerry Lynn was also at one time the light heavyweight champion, the one the last light heavyweight champion before he got hurt. I remember because he had that title for only a few months before he uh, unfortunately got. Uh, well, I wouldn't say no, no, JD. I, I have to incorrect you on that. X Pac was the last, last light heavyweight champion. Oh, he was. Okay. See, I thought it was Jerry Lynn. Okay. My mistake. All right, so let's go to today now. What do we got? Wow, wow, wow. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's do this. Okay. All right. 76 years ago today, in Kansas City, Missouri, Orville Brown beat Bobby Brown to win the Kansas City version of the Midwest Wrestling Association World Heavyweight Championship. And Orville Brown, I remember, too, was also a trainer for the late, great Haystacks Calhoun. Yeah. 34 years ago today, Peter Fanny... Fanny Anderson, known and later as Fanny Leafy Peter Maivia, but known to wrestling fans as High Chief Peter Maivia, died of cancer in Hawaii. He was only 48 years old, 45 years old. Very young. And he was the maternal grandfather of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes, and he was also related to Walt Simmons. Is this? He had a small role in the 1967 James Bond movie, You Only Live Twice. Huh, I never knew that. Yeah. He was posthumously inducted in 2008 by his grandson, Dwayne. Yes. Yep. All right. 1990, WCW presented NWA Clash of the Champions 9. Yes. And one-on-one... Well, the main event was the Junkyard Dog taking on Ric Flair. Yeah, I think that was the only time JYD and Flair ever met for the title because uh, that was in uh, what year you said? 1990. Yeah, that was one of the few times only because I remember a month later, Sting would go on to face Flair in Baltimore and uh, Sting, of course, had JYD, Orndorff, and El Giante, Giant Gonzalez in his corner. But yeah, that was one of the few times JYD ever fought Ric Flair. I don't think they, I mean, I know when Flair was champion, he did some dates in Mid-South with certain guys like Jake the Snake, I think, and Terry Taylor, but he never met JYD in the ring until that night. Yeah. 
1992, the WBF presented the second and last WBF championship from the Long Beach Convention hmm. in 1992. Okay. Lex Luger was scheduled to take part in this, but he couldn't due to a motorcycle accident. Yeah, uh, I think that you know, that's what I heard too. Because I remember he was also like Flair fighting for raising the contract. I think with WCW, which at the time was either run by Bill Watts or Kip Allen Frey or Ole Anderson, and there was a lot of tension between Luger and WCW, and that's why he skipped out and went to the WWE and did the whole narcissist thing for a while. Yep. All right. Twenty-three years ago, WWE presented King of the Ring. Hmm. It was actually the seventh King of the Ring tournament, yes. but the first on pay-per-view, the tournament dates back in 1985. Mm-hmm. And it's also the first new pay-per-view for the WWE since the 1989 Royal Rumble. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Get this pre-show. Get this hooking on the pre-show dark man. Hmm. Papa Shango beat Owen Hart to retain the USWA Unified World Heavyweight Championship. And I think that was the only time that belt was ever defended on a WWE show, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but on to the meat of the action. Let's go to, we're going to see the King of the Ring quarterfinals here. Yes. Uh, Bret Hart beat Razor Ramon. Good match. Mr. Perfect beat Mr. Hughes. Bam Bam Bigelow beat Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And Tucker and Lex Luger fought to a 15-minute time limit for all. They should have given it five minutes, but... Yeah. But... Who's counting? As a result, both men were eliminated. King of the Ring semifinals. Bret Hart beat Mr. Perfect. That was a great match. I remember watching that match. That was similar to their match at SummerSlam 91. Similar, yes, yeah, similar to SummerSlam 1991, which I was getting ready to say. Yep. Bam Bam Bigelow received a buy into the finals with Tintaka and Lex Ligger's time limit draw double elimination. I also want to point out as well mm-hmm. that non-tournament belts in order of occurrence, Yokozuna beat Hulk Hogan to win his second WWE championship. And that was Hogan's final appearance in WWE, I remember, until 2002, if you remember, because he went off about a couple months later. A lot of people thought he was going to stick around, however, and he did not stay around. And then later that year, into early 94, he would sign with WCW. Can you imagine Hogan staying with the WWE in 1994? Yeah, I can, but you know what? WWE was really having a tough time at that time, if you remember. I mean, yeah, they had Bret Hart, they had had Henning, but really, Hogan was sort of like the one of the older stars of the late, throughout the 80s. However, I think they were wanted fresh new blood, fresh new young talent, and that's why I think Hogan got out like that. A lot of people, I mean, personally, I thought he was going to retire about that time. Like I said, I remember stopped watching wrestling. In fact, the time I stopped watching wrestling was about the time right after he fought with the Warriors, so I never got to see his matches with, like, Sid or Sergeant Slaughter until I recently watched them for the first time, however, and I thought he still had it. But like I said, by, like, 92, 93, a lot of people thought Hogan was really starting to slow down. He was, like, in his late 30s, early 40s, and uh, he just didn't have it no more. And, of course, uh, he proved us all wrong when he went to WCW and met Ric Flair and did the whole NWO thing. Yeah. And, well, we're getting the King of the Ring final now. 
Bret Hart beat Bam Bam Bigelow to win the King of the Ring tournament. Another great match. That's on one of the best <laughs> DVDs that I have. Uh, the best there is, was, and ever will be. That's a that's a very good match to watch right there. Now that was after. Now that was after um, yeah. when Bret Hart was uh, was crowned the King of the Ring. Jerry, yeah. the King Lawler, came down. Yep. And badmouth Bret. Yep. Hit him with that skepter. That's right, and that started the King Bret Hart feud. That kicked off that feud, I remember. Yes. Yes, it did kick off the feud. All right. WCW had 1999 Great American Bash. Yes. The event is noted for the return of Sid Vicious, who was last seen in WCW in 1993, when he was fired after stabbing Arn Anderson several times with safety scissors. That's right. In a hotel in England. That's correct, yes. Yeah. Ric Flair beat Roddy Piper by DQ with Flair becoming president of WCW. Yep. And get this. Rick Steiner beat Sting in a fall count anywhere match to retain the WCW World Television Championship. And the, the reason why they stopped the match is because Sting was beaten up by dogs. Dogs? Yeah. That's unusual. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Twelve years ago today, WWE presented Bad Blood. Yes. Trish Stratus won the WWE Women's Championship mm-hmm. over Victoria, Lita, and Gail Kim. Hmm. Yep, so Trish Stratus won her... Let's see, let's see. She that, won might be, that might be her second or third reign, I believe. Well, no, she had her second in rank, in third reign in 2002. Okay. Um, so she's... She won the women's title for a fifth time. Okay. Yep. Um, Triple H beat Shawn Michaels in a Hell in a Cell match at 47 minutes, 33 seconds. And it is the longest and it is the longest Hell in a Cell match in WWE history. Was the it, record, wasn't, wasn't Kevin Nash the guest referee in that match, if I remember correctly? No, Kevin Nash was not the guest referee. Okay. The record still stands today. Which is? Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Hmm. Yes. Well, if there's someone that comes close to it, however, what, from this one or from the, from the one after that, prior to after this one? Uh, Triple H and Nash had the Hell in a Cell match before Triple H versus Shawn. That's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. All right. WWE presented the first episode of the rebooted ECW on Sci-Fi from the Sovereign Bank Arena in Trenton, New Jersey. Yes, I do remember this. In the opening segment, RVD was presented with the ECW Championship. Yep. And also on the show, Kelly Kelly made her debut for Kelly's Exposé. That's right, I do remember that. And also, the Sandman was on there against the zombie. <laughs> you know who the zombie was? Not many people know this. I mean, I found this out recently. You know who the zombie was? Who was 
Do you remember a group back in the day? I think it was in the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, it was Vic. It was, it was called the Baldies. It was Devito, yeah. Angel, and Grimes. Yeah, I think one of them was Tony Devito. I think that was Tony Devito in the Mask. I remember hearing a story about that. And then Sandman beat the tarp out of him, like in like 30 seconds. <laughs> the zombie never got any offense then. No, he didn't. That's right. I do recall that now. Yeah. Yeah, he. I don't think. I don't think you know that he would never. That he didn't get done. Well, he want, I remember. I think. I think I heard that he, the Devito wanted to try out for WWE, and I guess they sent him something. I read somewhere. I guess a couple of weeks prior to this uh, whole thing or the day of the show. However, well, unfortunately, he didn't last very long, as we saw. However, but I do remember when RVD was given the belt that first night. However, on Sci-Fi when they did that in Trenton, and of course, I think the main event, if I remember correctly, RVD defended the title that night in the main event, if I remember correctly. Yeah, 2009, we lost. We lost Mitsuhara Masawa. He died of heart failure during a match in Hiroshima. He was 46. Ooh, yikes. Yep. Do we have any birthdays today? Uh, Let's see if we got any more. I think we might have some more. Yes, six years ago, TNA presented Slammiversary 8. All right. This was the first Slammiversary since 2006 to take place in the Impact Zone, and the first not not to feature a King of the Ring Mountain match. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Today would have been the 65th birthday of AAA founder Antonio... Hippolita Pena Parada. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And a happy 73rd birthday for Otto One. Yes, a very famous AWA promoter out of Europe who uh, trained guys, I believe, like Lance Storm. And I, well, Lance Storm, I know, worked in the dungeon, but I know, I think Lance Storm worked over there in Europe. And I believe a certain guy by the name of Leon Baby Bull White, who we all know is Vader, actually uh, worked some dates over there in Europe on a bunch of. Russell's worked over there in the European territories. Uh, whoever worked in Europe uh, knows who Otto wants. is a very famous uh, wrestler and somewhat, I believe, a trainer he still is to this day, unless uh, he has gone out of that business. But I know he used to have, a, I believe, a wrestling school. I believe I think it was in Austria or Germany, I believe. I, I, I don't recall exactly. Yeah. Our, and that is all for the uh, birthdays and histories for Sunday and Monday. Guys, I'll be right back. Uh, after... Uh, Take care of something real quick, but I'll be right back. All right. And while we do that, John, thank you very much. One seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID number one three eight seven four four pound and the number one. This is episode forty seven. And of course you can listen to us each and every week on talkshoe.com. As we said, uh we are here, of course, coming up in four weeks from today, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna be celebrating a milestone, of course, episode number fifty on America's birthday. This is the fourth of July. That should be a lot of fun and of course hopefully we will be having a lot of fireworks to celebrate our 50th show, and also with America, you out there listening to us. And hopefully we will get you to listen to us and call in to us here to talk to us. Um, we got a lot of time to talk about, of course, when John gets back, obviously we're going to talk about Money in the Bank coming up this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. But don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night you can listen to the Wrestling Debate 1399. Uh, excuse me, Wrestling Revisited 139926. 
That will begin at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time until 8 o'clock, of course. Of course, you can join myself, the Big Diesel Gregory Kramer, along with Kendrick the Lowdown Smith and GTS Gerard T. Smith, the phenomenal one, if you will. We will be talking about another time and place in wrestling history. Of course, a couple of weeks ago, we did our very first TNA retro Time Machine Warp show. This week, however, I imagine we're going to have another great uh, show line for you, and that will begin at 7 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen on TalkShoe.com, of course, at 9 o'clock then. You can join the rest of the panel as they will be talking, ladies and gentlemen, about Monday Night Raw, which tonight, ladies and gentlemen, will be coming to you live on Bourbon Street. Yes, folks, Cajun Country, USA itself, New Orleans, of course, at the Smoothie King Center. Of course, tonight, the big news out of New Orleans tonight, of course, is going to be happening. Um, that uh, Dean Ambrose, yes, folks, the lunatic prince himself, Dean Ambrose, will be bringing back for one night, however, his so-called insane asylum or Ambrose Asylum, whatever you want to call it, however. As a result, however, he will be having his former two S.H.I.E.L.D. brothers with him. However, Roman Reigns, of course, the world's champion, of course, the architect Seth Rollins, who will be fighting Roman Reigns this Sunday for the world's title in Las Vegas. And that should be very, very interesting to see all three of them reunite, at least for one night, however, on the same stage, however, and in the same ring, mind you, in more ways than one. It's going to be very, very interesting to say the least. Uh, John, have you returned? Yes, I have. Okay, John's back, ladies and gentlemen. And while John's back, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk now about Money in the Bank as we were just about to get into Money in the Bank talk, of course. Uh, guys, it seems like we got a pretty good uh, pay-per-view going into Sunday in Las Vegas. Uh, Greg, I'll start with you first this time. What are your thoughts about Money in the Bank going in? Uh, hopefully it's a pretty good pay-per-view. I heard the last one and the one before bombed, mm-hmm. but but hopefully it's a good paper coming up. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. Uh, John, your thoughts about Money in the Bank? It's going to be a great, great feeling, great Money in the Bank match, Rollins and Reigns. Mm-hmm. It's going to be pretty good. Yep. Um, Cena and Styles, I'm very much looking forward to it. Yes, that's that's gonna be very that's gonna be a good one. I feel too that that one could really uh, turn some heads without question, ladies and gentlemen. That's gonna be a very very good one, to say the least. However, and I think that one will be very exciting to watch. However, uh, so we're definitely going to be uh, keeping our eyes and ears peeled on that, in more ways than one. And uh, I am just taking care of something here, folks. So please bear with me here. Uh, just, um. Hold on a second. We're just doing. Uh, we're going to talk obviously about money in the bank. We're going to weigh in with our predictions and everything like that. However, so uh, uh, hopefully uh, uh, we will give you our thoughts here. And uh, again, we've only heard so far three or four matches. However, mind you, it should be very, very interesting to see. Uh, give our thoughts and we'll give you our uh, perspective and take on it. Again, these are some of the matches that we've heard so far. A couple of them have not been announced full circle yet, however, but we think that they will be announced either tonight or tomorrow as they will be taping shows in New Orleans tonight for Raw. Obviously, they'll be live tonight, and then, of course, tomorrow night they will be in Biloxi, Mississippi for SmackDown tapings that will air Thursday night. All right, guys, let's get into the matches, and let's get everyone's take and predictions on what is going to go down. However, this coming weekend in Sin City, it should be a very, very exciting weekend there. Uh, We understand the heat and humidity is not going to be the only thing that's going to be red hot out there in the desert, if you will. Of course, we know Money in the Bank will be. So here we go, guys. Prediction time. Uh, we'll start off, of course, these matches are in no order in particular. We'll start off with the Fatal 4-Way Tag Affair. It'll be the Vaudevillains taking on Enzo and Cass, taking on the New Day, taking on, I believe, is it the Dudleys there, John? Am I thinking correctly? Or is no. that a, 
Who's the fourth the seed? The New Day. Yes. The New Day. Enzo and Camp. Yeah. And the club. Okay, that's right. The club. I couldn't think of it. You're right. Uh, Gallows and Anderson. That's right. Okay. Uh, so that being said, okay, uh, give us uh, your uh, overall winner. Believe it or not, I'm going to go with the club. All right. Greg, who do you like in this one? The club. You know what? I'm going to go with end zone cast, guys. I have to say, I think end zone cast has a good chance. I mean, they should have won it a few weeks ago in taking out the Vaude Villains, English, and Gotch. They should have won the tag team overall number one spot. Of course, it payback back back in May in Chicago. I think Enzone Cass are really hungry. I think the New Day could be in trouble for the first time. Again, I keep saying that all the time. The New Day is always in trouble, always in trouble. But this time, I think I mean it. And we want to acknowledge Guest 6. Guest 6 is in the chat box right now. We know who Guest 6 is, actually. So, Guest 6, welcome to the show. Of course, we're glad you're here today. Hopefully, we would like to hear your thoughts about the uh, overall Fatal 4 that we just announced uh, for the tag titles, the club, the Vaude Villains, English and Gotch, of course, taking on Enzo and Cass, taking on, of course, uh, the New Day. So please, if you have any uh, uh, opinion, however, please weigh in. Uh, weigh in with your thoughts, please. We'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, this fatal four-way. So, uh, like I said, uh, like to hear your thoughts and the other matches as well. So, uh, like I said, my colleagues are kind of disagreeing with me. So I'm going to go again with Enzo and Cass. Okay, our next match, guys, is going to be another good one here. It is going to be the one that John talked about earlier, John Cena versus AJ Styles. Uh, John, I'll start with you first this time. Who will be Cena or the phenomenal one, AJ Styles? You don't, you don't have to ask me that, but since you did, AJ Styles. Yep, I would agree. I think AJ is definitely going to win here. Uh, Greg, who do you like between uh, Cena and the phenomenal one, AJ Styles? Uh, John Cena. Ooh, okay. I think I smell a bet coming here, but we'll get to that shortly. So John is uh, Greg is going to take John Cena there. Okay. Our next match, guys, of course, is another good one. Of course, this is for the world's title. Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. We know that uh, one of our colleagues, of course, has a little bet with one of our other colleagues here, even though he is uh, not uh, admitted that he is owed up to the bet yet, however. But I imagine later on this week, however, we will hear more about this. So uh, we'll get to his uh, prediction here in a second. But we'll go to you first this time, Greg. Roman versus Seth. Who do you like? Uh, Seth Rollins. Yep, I'm going with Rollins too, however. Uh, Chad is going to go uh, with my uh, prediction too, folks. He's actually taking Enzo and Cass, however. Uh, believe it or not, he says the New Day is in uh, losing their uh, title, so see, he sees a surprise winner in Enzo and Big Cass, so he's going to take them. Okay, and John will go with you again, uh, Roman versus Seth. Who do you got? Seth Rollins. All right, so he's going to go with Seth Rollins too, okay. And um, again, that's what, four ma- uh, that's three matches. How many matches have we got so far, guys? I can't remember. What are we at? Is that four. Yeah, we got another. We got another one. Yeah, four. Let me think. Uh, the tag match: AJ Cena. Uh, we did Roman set though. This is the fourth one coming up next. The next one, guys, is a good one. Rusev versus Titus O'Neil for the U.S. title. We've seen the tension between these two the last few weeks. I'm gonna go first this time. I think Titus captures the title. I think he stops the Russian monster. Who do you like in this one, John? I agree. 
And Greg? Uh, Titus O'Neil. All right, so everyone's going Titus here. All right, guys, now that leads us to our next match. Of course, the fifth match on the card, of course, the Money in the Bank match. Of course, we know the participants that are in it. John, or excuse me, not John Cena. We got uh, Sami Zayn. We got KO. We got Cesaro. We got Jericho. We got Alberto Del Taco, a.k.a. Del Rio, if you will. And uh, I believe, how many is that? Four? Uh, John, help me out here. How many do we got there? Have we listed so far? We got Cesaro, Zayn. Yep. Yep. Owens. Yep. Um, Jericho. Ambrose. Ambrose. And, and Del Taco. Del Taco. And Del Taco, yeah. Yeah, over And that number seven spot is still open. Uh, guys, this is going to be a two-parter now, however. i got to ask you first off, I'll start with you this time, John. Who is going to be number seven if there will be a number seven? And who wins the Money in the Bank match and cashes in if there is a cash in? Um, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, okay, and who will win the Money in the Bank match? Dean Ambrose. Okay, so you're going to go with Bray in that one, however, mind you. Okay, and chat says, tough call, great match, multiple pinfalls, look for the club to get involved, but I believe Cena will sneak an AA in for the win. Okay, so so he's going with you, Greg, however. Uh, let's go, we're going to get his next uh, prediction, obviously. Uh, hold on. I just had it. Give me a minute. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, Greg, I'll turn it over to you next, Tower. Who is going to be number seven, and who wins the Money in the Bank? Who is your prediction? Uh, number seven, I want it to be anonymous. You want it to be anonymous, okay. Uh, but who wins it then? Kevin Owens. Okay, so you're going to take KO. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say number seven is going to be Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton is due to come back now, and I think this makes sense for him to return. As for my winner, you know what? This is tough, but you know what? I'm going to say the guy who I've believed all along, however, the Swiss Superman will do it. I think this is his night to shine. I think you're going to see Cesaro do it, so I'm going to take Cesaro on that one. Now, we have not heard these matches have been announced yet, guys, but we think that these could be announced as early as tonight. Uh, possibly maybe something involving Becky Lynch and Natty versus Dana Brooke and Charlotte, something in those realms. We could see another match, like that match be announced, however, or separate, a tag team match or individual matches on their own. Or we can also, we're also going to see, uh, like I said, some other things as well. Is all right, and while we're getting that, we're getting Mr. Chad Hinshaw's predictions here too. He has just told us his thought about Rusev versus Titus. Great match, multiple pinfalls. Lana may get involved. Titus wins by DQ. So unfortunately, however, Titus will not win the U.S. title. He feels unlike the rest of us, where we think Titus will win. However, straight up. And then of course we're going to get his Money in the Bank prediction, obviously, and who will be lucky number seven as well. Uh, like I said, guys, I've already listed two more matches that could be either in a tag match together, known as an extra tag match, or individually, separately on their own. Uh, another match that I could see maybe take place could be in the works, and that is going to be Apollo Crews versus Sheamus. There has been some talk about that the last few weeks. I believe that will probably be your kickoff match to start the show, maybe on Sunday. That's my just my prediction. I think that will happen. If it does happen that way, uh, John, who do you got in this one? Uh, between who? Apollo Crews and uh, Sheamus. 
Apollo Creed. Yep, I would agree. And uh, Greg, what about you? Uh, the same, uh, Apollo Cruz. Okay. Okay, so there you go, guys. Uh, good predictions all around. Of course, we're going to get, of course, uh, Mr. Chad Hinshaw's predictions here as well, however, and see what he has to say. And we're going to get his answers here on a couple of these uh, predictions. We're uh, talking to him right now. He's uh, in our chat box right now getting his overall answers. Sorry about the noise here, guys. It's just my brother-in-law picking up my nieces right now. He says, number seven right now, uh, maybe a toss-up between Orn and Finn Balor, maybe. As far as much as I hate to admit it, he's going to go with Jericho. So he's going to take Jericho here, guys. It's a very, very, very unique uh, overall perspective there, and uh, like I said, we're going to see what he has to say about the other matches that I listed. I believe that's all the matches we got right now, unless anyone else has any other matches they've heard of. John, have you heard any other matches yet? Uh, not at all. Greg, have you heard anything? Uh, not yet. All right, and Let me see what he has to say here. He says, however, Apollo takes down the Celtic Warrior, however. And uh, he said, like I said, however, he says that that's going to be the case here. And I already wrote to him. I said to him, who does he like between Becky and Eddie versus Dane and Charlotte in tag team action or in single action, however. Let's see if they're, like I said, again, they could be announcing the Apollo-Sheamus match on the pre-show tonight, as well as the women's matches that I've already said. Again, these could be, uh, and these two could team up in tag team action with their adversaries, or they could both, uh, there could be two Divas matches on the card. There has been no Divas matches listed on the card whatsoever. So we're definitely going to keep an eye on that. Now, since we're going to get, all right, so the title matchup, however, he thinks that Rollins walks out as the champ. So there you go. He's gotten his answer there. Now we're going to hear what he has to say about the other thing real quick. And uh, before we do that, of course, hopefully uh, we'll hopefully have some more guests join us here in a few minutes, including the phenomenal one himself, King NWO Gerard T. Smith, which, by the way, don't forget, you can join him and Miss Madness, Michelle Lindotts, every Saturday on Attitude Radio, 138982, from 9 to 11, Rated R this Saturday. Of course, they'll be talking about the big Money in the Bank show, I'm sure, as well as previewing the past week in activity from Raw, SmackDown, NXT, uh, as well as a preview of upcoming episode number 48 of Raw Radio, which will be coming up next Monday. They'll be talking about that, of course, next Monday. We will talk about Money in the Bank and the aftermath that happens, as well as some other news, including the U.S. Open, as well as the NBA Finals, which, of course, by the way, resumed tonight, however, in uh, Golden State, of all places, there in Oakland, California. And the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry are up three games to one after beating the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James the other night there at the Quicken Loans Arena. It looks like the Golden State Warriors are on their way to go back-to-back for the first time since, I believe, the Chicago Bulls, if I'm not mistaken, of the 90s. So congratulations to them. I think they're going to pretty much wrap it up here tonight unless Cleveland finds a way to stay alive, but I just don't see that happening. Uh, as far as the Divas tag goes, Chad says, however, if there is one, Becky and Natty make a lethal combo. I would definitely agree there. I think they take down Dana and Charlotte tonight, or not tonight, excuse me, this Sunday night. I think that will be the case if they do decide to go there. Again, we have not heard all these matches have been confirmed yet. We do know about four or five of them, however, but as far as the other ones like Apollo and Sheamus and the Divas thing, I'm sure we'll find more about that in the next day or two, especially tonight and tomorrow, so we'll definitely be keeping our eyes and ears peeled. Uh, since 
everyone got their predictions in. Uh, does anyone have any bets they want to make on the air right now? Uh, John, we'll start with you, obviously. Yes. What bet do you have? Gregory, since you chose Cena, and if Cena wins, I will be a man of my word. I'll be a man of my word, and I'll play the John Cena theme next week on on the Raw Radio. When he comes out? What? When he comes yes, out? when he start, comes out. To start the show? Okay, interesting. All right. Greg, uh, do you have a bet for John? I mean, this is a very interesting bet, unless you want to take this bet. Uh, I can't think of nothing right now. All right. But I, my brain always thinks of stuff. Okay, do you accept John's terms uh, as far as that bet goes now? Yes. All right, so there you go. Okay. All right, so the bet is made now between John and Greg that next week, if John Cena wins, however, uh, John will, uh, if John Cena wins, however, he will put uh, John Cena's music on for Greg coming out. Now, you don't you don't have a bet for uh, John, do you, Greg, uh, in this matchup, or are you still thinking of one? Yeah, I do. I lied. Um... All right, what's your bet to John? Uh-oh. Uh, he has to put on the Freebirds theme, Backstreet Atlanta GA. Well, that's not bad. We we did that once earlier in our in our early years, in the early part of the show. That that sounds like a challenge to me. Okay, John, do you accept those terms? Yeah. All right, so there you go. Battle of themes here. John Cena's theme. If John Cena wins, John will put it on for Greg, and if Greg... Uh, Ends up winning with his match, and AJ loses, however, then Freebird, Fantasia, USA, Bad Street, USA, however, mind you. Uh, like I said, however, it'll be uh, Greg telling uh, Greg. Uh, Greg will tell John to put that off from next week. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, all right. Who had, let me think. I had end zone cast. Who had, let me think. Who had what, however? Uh, I'm trying to think here real quick. Uh Chad's with me and Enzo and Cass, but who did you two take? John, who did you have again? The club. The club, and so did you, Greg. Okay, I'm going to take you both on this time, okay? If Enzo and Cass win, then in two weeks, you have to play Enzo and Cass's theme. If Mm -hmm. the club wins, then we'll play the club theme to start Raw Radio. Do you guys accept those terms? Yeah. Greg, are you down with it? Yes. All right. So I have my bet with you both. Okay. And we're going to be expecting a phone call here any minute now from uh, the boss himself. Mr. WCW Chad Inshaw will be on the line with us in just a few minutes here to accept uh, get his bet in here. So he, he is just told me he'll be here in just a moment. So you guys have your way. Uh, like I said, however, let's see if he has any bets uh, lined up. He said, no, no, he's not going to call. Oh, he's not. I thought he was going to call. Let's see if he has a bet lined up with any of us right now, because uh, I'm going to see what he has to say here. I might have to. Ch- I might have a bet with him, though, maybe, in the Money in the Bank match. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided yet. I'm going to see what he has to say, if he has any bets lined up with any of us first, before I get in my bet with him. 
Mm. Let's see what he say. All right. Uh, okay, who did he all, we all pick? Oh, I am. All right. Uh, uh, you got KO, right, John? Yeah. John got KO. Greg, who did you have in your pick? No, I had, I had Dean Ambrose. Oh, oh, that's right. And you had KO, right, John? Or Greg? Yes. Greg had KO. Okay. All right. Let's see. However, let's see what he has to. Let's see what he has to say here, because like I said, he uh, obviously he's got Jericho. So let's see what he's got up his sleeve here against any of us. I'm sure he's got something really, really good against us here. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see what he has to say here. And while we're doing that, don't forget, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, this Wednesday night, of course, uh, join us for a very special Outside the Ropes, the car ID number 141387. Uh, This week we'll talk about, of course, the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll talk about the NBA final. We'll also talk about the very heartbreaking tragedy in Orlando. We'll be on the air from 6.30 to 7.30. Join Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw, the Phenomenal one, Gerard T. Smith, uh, King NWO, Captain Unicorn, Mr. Beer, uh, the bad guy, whatever you want to call him, however, all those, and then some. Uh, and, of course, at 8 o'clock, join Gerard, myself, and Michelle, Linda Odds, the Black Widow, 139925, with the Wrestling Debate. should be a very good, exciting debate panel show this week. Of course, last week was a very good show. And then, of course, at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back on Revolution. Caller ID number, the six magic words, 138055. Of course, Thursday night will be Wolfpack Radio, 138521. That should be a very good show. Of course, don't forget, Friday night we'll be talking more about uh, Money in the Bank. And, of course, we'll go back and look at SmackDown NXT from the Week in Review. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll have some news, of course, from the week as well. Of course, every night, of course, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Thursday, join the best double duo news team on radio, the phenomenal one, Gerard T. Smith, the bad guy himself, and King King NW, I should say. And, of course, the Iceman, Gerard T. Drawings. They give you their wrestling news and dates, excuse me, wrestling news and opinions. And, of course, John Gross gives us our dates and birthdays in history every week, however, on our shows. And, of course... As we said, folks, this Sunday, 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, it will be the Money in the Bank Prediction Show. It should be a very good show, uh, hopefully for you dads out there and sons who are uh, calling in. However, your dads want to listen in. Don't forget, we will start at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, June 19th, for the Money in the Bank Show. That should be very, very exciting. Let's see right now what what else we can discuss here. Of course... um, Right now, we are just uh, waiting to see if uh, Mr. Chad... Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Chad's stakes are simple here. If anyone other than KO wins, Greg must post his music in the Entertainment Cavalcade page for a week. Okay. (laughs) All right. And what happens... So, that's... Let's see what he has to say now to that, Heller. And see what uh, happens if KO does not win. What happens if KO does not pick up the dupe here? Let's see what uh, Chad's uh, stakes are, Howard. So, Greg, this is aimed to you. 
ladies and gentlemen. Guest 7 is now logged into the chat. Guest 7, welcome to the show. We are very happy you could join us today. Hopefully, uh, you can call in here, however, and uh, we'd like to hear... Oh, he's referring to your uh, music there, the Kramer Brothers Band music there, uh, Greg. So there you go. Okay, so let's see what uh, happens, however, if... uh, What if... See what he has to say. If KO does not win, what does he... But like I said, let's see what happens, huh? All right. Let's see. If, uh... Okay, hold on. Let's see. And uh, we are waiting to hear what he has to say here. Ah, and Guest 7 tells us, Green fellow wrestling fans, uh, greens to yourself there, uh, Guest 7. Uh, uh, do we know you? And if we do, however, please state your name and tell us where you're from. Huh? Okay, hold on. Uh, Chad's going to come on and explain the rules of the stakes here in this uh, bet here there, Greg. So uh, hang tight. Uh, Uh-oh. So uh, we're going to have a little fun now, folks. Uh our boss, Mr. W. Sir, Chad Hinshaw, is going to be joining us here on the line here in just a few minutes to uh, tell us the rules and stakes of this uh, bet that he has just made with our own Big Diesel Gregory Kramer, if you will. And as we said, Guest 7 is in the chat box. Uh, we want to welcome you, uh, Guest 7, uh, for listening today. We hope uh, if you have any questions today, please feel free to ask us anything. We'd love to hear from you out there today. Okay, and he is on the line, ladies and gentlemen. However, joining us, Mr. WCW from Trinity, North Carolina, there in beautiful Tarhelia, is none other than Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to the show. Yeah, it sounded like a, it sounded like a cow mowing there from the from somewhere. I wonder where that came from. Okay, anyway, sorry. Okay, okay. Okay, that was, uh, yeah. Okay, I've I done a lot of weird things before on here, but, man, that was the weirdest the cow, thing. Okay. The, cow, the cow took the cake, so we said. Yeah, 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 but, but, luckily, I, I, but luckily at least it's not chocolate milk. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's not the chocolate milk we all like. That's not what I'm saying. Anyway. It's not get, silver uh, milk either. No, you got that right. Anyway, let me explain. I, I, I kind of said that wrong. That's why I wanted to come on here and say it, say it like this. Okay. Greg, here, here's what I'm talking about, bud. I, you chose Kevin Owens. I chose Jericho. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, this right at Greg, so, so I want Greg to listen very, very carefully. Okay. What, what I meant to say was, and I might have topped it too fast. I might have topped it too fast. I wasn't, I probably wasn't thinking. Of course, that's always sometimes the case with me anyway. Anyway, here's the thing. If, in fact, Jericho or or anyone other than KO pulls the win off, and I'm not limiting, even though I picked Jericho, I'm not, limit, I'm not limiting this to Jericho. But if Jericho or anybody else other than KO wins the money in the bank Sunday, what I'm, not, what I'm mentioning to you, Greg, is that any piece of regardless of whatever it is y'all have done in the past, if y'all if if, uh, if you when you get the time, put, you can just do like one 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 or two whichever however much you got, 
was posted in the Entertainment Cavalcade page for a whole week. Okay. Greg, you got that? Okay. Is that that a little bit plainer? Is that a little bit clearer? Yeah. Okay. Okay, the way I typed it, I typed it too fast. Now... Now, now, Greg. Whatever. If you have something from, if you have something, or I can come up with something, whatever you want to do. But I'm willing to take whatever it is you got. Okay. Um, but you got an idea too. I'm willing to hear it. Hmm. Let me see, guys. John, do you have one? Uh. Well, well, I'm even just like Greg here because Greg's. I I'm even just a Greg here. Yeah, well, 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 let's let's get Greg first. Actually, let's get Greg's opinion first. Sorry, John. We'll hold off on your thing for just a minute. Greg, go yeah, ahead. Hold on, hold on, John. Hold on, John. I know you got. I know. Go ahead, Greg. Uh, I can't really get nothing right now. Uh, okay. Well. Okay. Well, let me see. Uh. Jed, if you can, you, while you're doing that, if you can take it to the plug, too, I'll be right back in a sec. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, while he does that, uh, let me see. Uh, well, Greg, uh, well, let, 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 me, let me offer this. Let me offer this. If, in fact, KO pulls the win off in it, but nobody else, even whoever the new, who, who, even whoever the, the seventh person is, if it's just Kevin Owens himself that pulls the win off in it, then what I then what I can do is any uh, YouTube videos, regardless if they're matches, if they're promos, if they're whatever, about Kevin Owens, I can put either. And this would be by your choosing. I can put either on your page or I can put it in the video vault. It's your choice. That's that's one option. Okay. Okay, and like I said, anything Kevin Owens for, and I'll do it for that for a week, just like, because that's only fair to do it on equal ground here. But either, like I said, I will post them either on your wall, your personal wall, or I will put them in the video vault. Which, uh, because I know you, you, uh, you sometimes go on the. Uh, I know sometimes you might look at a lot of stuff on the vault, from time, from time to time too. So, um, I will put something on there, a mat, like an old match of his. Um, just any sort of video involving K. Even if I could find older. Ring of Honor stuff when he was known as who was you know as Kevin Steen I think it was yeah uh, I think yeah yeah anything I mean regardless of whatever it is I'll put I'll put let me see two vids two videos a day Monday through Friday if in fact Kevin Owens pulls out the win at Money in the Bank so is, is is that okay or I can think of something else. Uh, I think the video vault will be fine. Okay, so you so you rather rather me put the vids in the vault rather than your wall. Yeah. Okay, so 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 JD, I will make this official. Okay. Uh, and Greg, Greg, I'm not trying to take anybody away from me, but I just want to make sure you're cool. I'm. It's your it's your call. 
before I say this. I'm not taking anything away from you, bud. So you're you're okay with these terms, correct? Yes. Okay. I will announce it right fast, JD. Okay. Uh, okay. Here and here it is. My my best between myself and Big Diesel Gregory Kramer. Over the Money in the Bank ladder match, I have chosen Chris Jericho and he has chosen Kevin Owens. Two yes. Canadians. Okay. Uh, uh, if I if 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 Jericho or anybody other than Kevin Owens wins that match, yes, Gregory will post one or two whatever he's got, and other, and Gregory the songs does not matter. Whatever you want to put on there is fine. That's your, your choice. Okay. Uh, of two two songs from his selection, of course his group, the Kramer Brothers, on. The Entertainment Cavalcade page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Entertainment. For everyone to listen to, not just me, for everyone to listen to. So that's why, that's why I offer that. However, if in fact Kevin Owens himself pulls the win off in this, I will post a couple things, a couple vids of Kevin Owens regardless of how old or how recent it is in the video vault. So there you go. That's that's the bet between me and Greg. Uh, <clears throat> just wanted to, and also just one quick thing, I will throw it out here that uh, uh, there might be a surprise host for Revolution on Friday, but it has not yet been confirmed. But do not go out and say anything else until I actually have it confirmed. Uh, I'm not to say a word, and that is very good news to say the least. Because Friday night, I also plan on getting in my uh, predictions too. But one thing we did talk about, Chad, uh, we kind of mentioned at the, t- the outset of the show, and we want to get your take, and we'll, I'm sure we'll definitely be continuing this discussion, obviously, on Wednesday night on Outside the Ropes. It is a very heartbreaking tragedy this past weekend in Orlando, what happened Saturday night into early yesterday morning and Friday night into Saturday morning. Uh, let us get your spin and take on this. This is, this is this another example. You know, a lot of people just, you know, are, you know, this is, first off, I, I would think you would classify this under what they would call a hate crime. This is definitely what this is. This is a hate crime. Uh, this is, of course, I mean, because, I mean, where, where did it center around? It centered around, and the, what's the best way I can put it without being offensive? Uh, yeah. The alternative lifestyle, we'll say it that way. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot better. That's better. Yeah. Uh, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't talk, I don't, Anything against people who choose that they won't do that be that way. Then they, exactly. That's, 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 yeah. that's, I, I, that's, I think we all feel, some of us feel that way. Yes, I agree. Yes, uh, but but the thing is, is that you know, uh, uh, you know why 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 I was said something clicked off in this guy saying okay, I mean was he trying to eradicate a, a lot of them or what? I don't know what the deal what what this what this guy's problem was, uh, but apparently you know whatever it was he he he. Uh, you know, he did. He he actually probably felt he he uh, achieved his goal. Uh, uh, he took out about sadly he took out about fifty people. I think including, I think this was the one JD that I think you mentioned something about uh, the uh, uh, someone that was from the show. The Voice was involved. Mm-hmm. Was, yes, uh, uh, the singer, twenty two years old, Friday night to Saturday morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. So so she was performing at this club and never. This t- whenever this happened, apparently. Actually, and, was, uh, she, she she did the concert Friday night into Saturday morning, and some deranged fan went nuts, however, and just pulled out a gun and shot her cold in cold blood. It was a rifle. 
I heard it was an assault rifle. Oh, it was an assault rifle. Okay, so assault I, I read a little bit further today on the front page of our local paper. I read somewhere someone ran out there with an assault rifle to start shooting up. But I thought he was taken out by SWAT guys in Orlando. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, but of course, of course, uh, you know this 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 sort of thing, of course, has been going on a long time. Uh, you know, this this is also something you know that kind of affects home here. You know, I say here, I'm talking about right here in North Carolina, of course. With you know, I'm talking about that House Bill Two, which is as is along these lines. But I mean, the thing is, I know it has nothing to do with it. But I mean, what I'm just trying to say is. Is that if people want to go a certain way, you know, I've I've, I've thought about you know and done a lot of heavy duty praying about. It. I mean, if if they won't go that way, I mean, it's not up to us. I mean, we're not the ultimate judges here. We're, yes. We 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 the the only judge. And if I may, I've, and of course, since Raw Radio was part of the radio network, which I'm not gloating, but which, in which I of course I got going and got started, so I can say this. And I'm sure everyone here would agree with this. But the thing about it is, if there's only if there's a judge at all, you know, in this world, in this in this, you know, whole spread whole spread of the universe, it's God Almighty. He's the only one that may. He's the only one who's the ultimate judge here. I mean, no no one should 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 say anything just because. Okay, you know, if a guy wants to go out with another guy, that's fine. I mean, we you had actors and celeb uh, athletes and all that come out and saying, you know, okay, they're they're like that. But you know, do we do we hate them? No. Do we go off and do something at them? No. Some people probably might have wanted to, but no. But they haven't. But they haven't done that. I mean, but the thing is, is that I don't know why this person chose this particular time, why they chose this particular place. Uh, you know, I mean, um, I don't. I don't know what was going on here. But all I gotta say is, I mean, we do. We do say if we do have our thoughts and prayers out there to those affected by this. And the thing is, you know, just, I mean, just go with how, just go with things of how you feel. I mean, live your life the way you want to live it. And the thing about it is, and if you don't like the way someone's doing it, then then, then don't talk to them. Stay and then walk away from them. I yep. mean, leave them alone and let them do what they want, and you go do what you want. <laughs> leave them alone because and the thing is, because it's just because you know this is this has been dominating. The paper. Regardless if you read a newspaper, you read a magazine, you watch it on TV. It dominates the whole thing, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there in this world who are sick to death of it. And it's got to stop. Seriously. Oh yeah, I agree. It's, it, it, it's got to stop because I mean, you know, sooner, because sooner or later, I mean, they, they keep talking about World War Three. Mm-hmm. That's how that's going to start. Yeah, it, it, it very well. That is how it's going to start if no one puts a stop to it. I mean, that's my personal take. That's my personal opinion. I mean, it could have been, you know, this could have been ten times worse. I mean, J.D., and and, I, and I'm not trying to jinx anything because, I, of course, I heard about your team uh, because actually Ann was watching the end of that last night and she, while well, I was Skyping her, and she told me what happened. And and, and I have to admit, you know, that, that, that yes, they did. They pulled it off, and that was great. But you know, it could have been ten times worse. This could have happened at something a lot bigger, and it could have happened there. Oh yes, and no so question. If it, if it did, you know, the victory would have been bittersweet because guess what? Yeah. yeah. So, but luckily, but but being sad, but it was still sad. Yes, but it didn't go off, and it went off in another big, event, big time atmosphere. But it did not go. 
It did not go to something like that. Yeah, and I'm reading right now, not only did this happen, only like we said, in the place it did happen, they're now saying that the government scout of Walt Disney World at one time is a potential target, but like I said, our, <coughs> excuse me, our hearts are definitely with the people of Orlando. It's just, it's so heartbreaking to say, least. and like I said, John even said it best, how, I mean, I told him, obviously the big thing for us, like you said, what happened last night, it was definitely a bittersweet night in a way, how I, and if you watch the Tony Awards, some of these people had their own opinions about the whole thing, especially at the start of the outset, believe it or not. And Certainly, and also, and, also, and also, let me point this out too, I don't know, I don't think this is going to make a difference with this or not, but the, as far as the wrestling front is, I, I mean, how is this going to affect TNA? Oh yeah, definitely. No question. But they're, no but question. they're out there. They're down there in Orlando. How in the world is this going to affect it? Mm-hmm. So we'd like to. I mean, I mean, unless they tape them now, then uh, it shouldn't be that much of a big deal. Yeah. But but I mean, if they didn't, if they're live, mm-hmm. you know, this is going to be kind of a bitter, a bittersweet thing. So. Yeah. Oh yes. My, my my personal take on it is just a it's just a sad, sad feeling, you knowing that you have to wake up every single morning and hear. That you know, just because someone chose a certain different lifestyle than the way you live, that you know they had to go up and do something as stupid as this. And it's and yes, it's stupid. Yes, I'll say it again. I'll say it again. I mean, the thing is, I mean, the thing about if you want to go ship somebody, once you go over there overseas and take down ISIS or something, don't do it to don't do it to our own people. Do it to them over there because. Right. We need to bring our boys and girls home from over there, get them home, so we don't have to worry about that mess anymore. That's what we got to worry about is is our people overseas. Yes. We don't need to worry about mess over here. Bottom line, period. Yep. I mean, that's that's my thing. Yes. So. I could have said that name, but I don't think I think we all could have said the same thing you said, and you bring up good points. And like I said, we're definitely going to be keeping our eyes on this story. Just I've heard so much today, crazy. Like I said, with that news just coming in now earlier today about the whole Disney World thing, it's just. It's scary, it really is, and like I said, uh, we're definitely going to be keeping our eyes on the head up. I can't say that. And, 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 and also, right, and also, like you mentioned, J.D., we will definitely emphasize this as probably one of the first things we'll talk about on Outside the Ropes Wednesday evening at 6.30, of course, one four one three eight seven pound Yes, yes, we will. We will definitely talk about that. And, of course, that's one of the, that is definitely one of the main stories going on right now. I mean, anytime you... Or reading it online, whether you're watching it on the news, whether you're reading the paper, I mean, it seems like that is the front page in everywhere. And like I said, this this, this was the biggest thing since Sandy Hook, bigger than Virginia Tech, bigger than Columbine, and it's just it's scary. It really is scary. Right. And I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, it could have been ten times worse. This could, have, and I'm sad. I'm glad that it wasn't, but it could have been ten times worse. It could have been bigger than September 11th. Yes. But luckily, oh, it, did yeah. not go, it, did, it did not go us that far, and I'm thank God it did not go that far because, oh boy, so it would have been like I'm sure everyone here has seen the movie Independence Day. Yeah. Okay then, picture that for a minute in your mind, and if if that would have happened, and you don't tell, and you don't, and, and then 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 get back to me. Mm-hmm. Picture picture the movie Independence Day. Oh yeah. There you go. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Which of course is a sequel of it coming out here too. But, but anyway, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But uh, but yeah, but you picture that for a little bit. You know, a catastrophe happening mm-hmm. that you and you and then and then multiply what happened in Orlando. Then yeah, boom, you got it right there. Yeah. So, exactly, yeah. exactly. So. And like I said, we're definitely gonna be keeping our eyes and ears peeled on this story without question. Um, so, yes. No, go ahead. I mean. 
No, 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 no. I was agreeing. No, I was agreeing with what you were saying. Uh, oh, okay. But, uh, but uh, <clears throat> uh, one, one, one other thing I wanted to, uh, and like I said, JD. Of course, by all means, I'm not trying to dominate here, and um, I'm not. De- I've never, by any means, tried to dominate. Uh, of course, here in the radio network. Of course, whenever somebody else has got the center seat. But I will mention this one quick thing. Uh, thanks to our own. <clears throat> Lovely, lovely Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. I will, I can report one, one extra special thing. And let's try to get our minds off of this for just a minute because this, this will definitely lighten up, definitely us, I, I would think so. Our shirts are ready. Yes. Yes, and of course, just in case you don't know, I don't know if John and Gregor are familiar with them or not, like the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds has been in contact with someone near her home in Virginia, and we have had special shirts made for everyone involved in the radio network. Uh, and I was even I didn't even find it, even though that they were not originally part of the of the equation. Uh, John, I do know that she did have some did have one I think one or two coming your way here pretty soon. So be watching out for that. And Gregory, I think I think Gregory Michelle has also has got one prep for you too. So uh, so so be looking out for that. Uh, basically, it's going to have your name on the shirt, and it's also going to is primarily guys. And I know it's not all the time, but primarily all or we'll say on the front, we'll say we'll say WWS Revolution. But keep in mind that was the first show day. That we did. So, I mean, at the time, we didn't have all these other shows. This was like months ago when we were talking about it. Michelle said something about said something about doing this. But uh, the first person that's going to receive them is going to be King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith because he lives further out. Yeah. And then he say once he gets them, he'll post a picture of him wearing it, and we'll see get to see what they look like. So, so. Uh, JD, just be watching out for them there in Pittsburgh. John, be watching them out there in your neck of the woods. Greg, you, you as well. And of course, like I said, JML, Jeff, Rhonda. I think she also did one for Kendrick. Uh, also, I, she did a special one for Bobby, and also my, and also of course myself, and also for um, um, Anne as well. Cause I had requested a couple for Anne as well, mm-hmm. and also uh, M- Michelle herself, pretty much. And we also. John and Greg, I gotta let y'all in a little secret. We had to twist the Iceman's arm here a little bit, but we finally got him to, to concede and let him and said we're gonna send yes, him one. You did, you did, <laughs> yes, you did. That's 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 a definite. You definitely had to twist my arm. You had to take both arms and twist them into a pretzel, so to speak. Yeah, that's no, very well, 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 no one knew, no knew, man. That Michelle would do that. I wouldn't be able to. Oh, I, I know. Michelle would do that pretty well. Like, and yeah. we ta- and we it talked about Michelle too. And in fact, uh, she said she would try to make it on there. And unfortunately, I don't think. She might make it. You never know. We still got a lot of time here, about 45 minutes to go. But if not, uh, we know later this week. However, we're still trying. To, I'm trying to convince John. However, uh, when is he gonna actually uh, own up to the bet with Michelle? And hopefully, before the week is out, we're gonna hear something about that bet between him and Michelle. Oh, can't wait to see that. Yes. And as I mentioned earlier, too, uh, I did talk about, of course, the big show coming up this Sunday. Of course, for Father's Day for all you dads and sons. Of course, 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Do not forget to listen to a very special Money in the Bank prediction show, and that should be a very good show this Sunday on Dad's Day. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. Prediction show, special edition revolution. 
Uh, of course, we also count down the, the, the number of episodes here, and, and Revolution is going to pretty soon be hitting a milestone. I will go ahead and let everyone know about that as well. The Revolution will pretty soon hit number 200. So we are we are approaching that number uh, big time. And, uh, of course, uh, like I said, it's thanks to you all that the numbers are still the way they are with, with, with the shows right now, and we continue to improve, of course, while radio uh, uh, Wolfpack with Raw Radio, Attitude Radio. Uh, <clears throat> we got some great things coming up here pretty soon. Hopefully, we can get uh, the outlook back up, back up on track. Just uh, uh, this, this, this all being talked about right now is nothing, nothing etched in stone yet, but we're talking about it. Uh, of course, outside the ropes and Power Hour, and uh, of course, hopefully, get Michelle's new show, uh, Women's Revolution, up and going. Uh, so we pretty much uh, we pretty much got a, 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 we'll have a full play here pretty soon, and hopefully, like I said, we'll hopefully you'll be, you'll be able to stick by here. And I was able, well, I, I was a little bit pleased over the weekend. Now, I don't know if anyone knows this or not. I did mention this on Attitude Radio Saturday night. You know, um, uh, just right after I came on, just for a brief moment. And JD, of course, already knows this, but John and Greg, you probably don't realize it here either, that we actually had a bunch of people actually join. A bunch of our groups, and you know, and I asked JD, JD this, this, and I got his thoughts and opinions. Uh, John and Greg, I would love to hear yours. Uh, the the question that, excuse me, the question I posed was, with 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 this reason, emergence of people popping into join the groups. Do you think that? Do you think that? Um, or do we see it happening, or do you think it's already happen, happening? Do, we, do you think WCWS has developed some sort of following? John, let me ask you that question first. Oh, def- most definitely. Yes. Greg, what, your, what's your take on it? Do you think WCWS has gained a following, with, especially just, just recently with this, this small emergence of, uh, we've had like three or four people. I know it's not that many, but I mean, but joining about maybe not even half, close to half of the groups that we have in the groups in, in the, on Facebook and all. Do you think do you think we're starting to develop some sort of following between the groups and the shows? Ah, uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> so I think we're uh, yeah. And Gerard and Michelle did I actually agree with with that as well uh, Saturday night, and <clears throat> of course. Uh, uh, we're, uh, like I said, we're, uh, <clears throat> I'm very happy to, very happy to see all this going on. And of course, everyone here has been doing their best to, main, to help maintain these groups, make sure they're going along with no hitches at all. But of course, other things they have to do, of course, in their own personal lives. Sure. Uh, especially, like I said, you got to give props to Big Diesel again, Radio Archives page, you know, he, he stays on that. And even if it's a little bit late sometimes, you know, that's okay. You know, there's no time frame for you, Gray, to get those things on there. You put them on whenever you can. But let me tell you something. You're on the ball, putting in every single one of them. You know, heck, even uh, uh, the from the promotions to, like, the Revolution, Wolfpack, and all them. I mean, you stay on the ball with that. And, and my kudos, of course, to, uh, to you for keeping, like I said, Radio Archives. I mean, especially I bet people joined it this weekend, too. Uh, so... So my kudos to you for uh, for definitely keeping radio archives up to date and you know with every every single 
little every every single uh, thing we've done on that page. So. Yes, indeed, yeah. no question about it. Absolutely. And since we got about a half hour, one thing we didn't talk about and we didn't review, and we're going to get everyone to take, obviously we're going to get a few minutes into talking about this for just a couple of minutes, is last week's NXT show, however, it was called TakeOver End Special. Of course, some of us had predictions right. Some of them did not quite have it on the ball, but still was good enough, however. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw the results or not. Uh, we kind of talked about it on the Wrestling Debate Show Wednesday night into Revolution, of course. Uh, like I said, I think one of the better matches of the night, however, and like I said, I have not seen this match, but from what I've read, however, and from what people have been telling me firsthand, probably two of the best matches on the entire card, however, even though it was a Saul card, however, would have to be probably, obviously, Nakamura versus uh, Austin Aries was a good match, and then I also heard the great match, of course, which we only heard from our last kicker herself, Amory Reckenbach, which was the uh, amazing match between Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. Uh, John, give us your take about TakeOver. What were the two best matches in your opinion? In my opinion, it was Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Nakamori and Arnie's was good. Yes. So, so those good were... show to say the least. Mm-hmm, yeah. Definitely. And there was even talk I heard on Thursday, however, at one point, they, I think they did this on Thursday, even before the uh, NXT TV tapings, there's been some talk already, however, that they want to do maybe Nakamura versus Balor, possibly, maybe, at the TakeOver show in Brooklyn. And speaking of which, folks, that sold out, if you can believe this or not, on Saturday. They had tickets go on sale on Saturday morning. They were gone by yesterday morning. So within 24 hours, they were gone, just like that. So NXT, once again, becoming very, very popular in the Northeast Corridor, places like Brooklyn, Washington, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, all those areas. And it just continues to grow by leaps and bounds. And they show, once again, that they mean business as they uh, sell out the crowd. Greg, I don't know if you saw TakeOver the end on Wednesday or if you've caught up yet on it. And if you haven't, it's understandable. But uh, if you did read any of the results, uh, let's get your take. What was the best match, in your opinion, at TakeOver on Wednesday last week? Uh, Honestly, I didn't watch it. I had a like a 12-hour day at work. Mm-hmm. So I stayed up for a little bit, and I had to wake up early for the for work. So, sure. and uh, that my network was acting a little funny. I updated it, so okay. that's so it's starting to get a little funnier. So, mm. uh, well, hopefully, I, have that fixed up soon. But uh, yeah. did you get a chance to read the results, though? I have not. Okay. Well, um. Go ahead, and Greg, okay. um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, JD. That's Greg, great. if you want, if you want to read anything about it, um, uh, JD actually sent me two or three different things about it, and uh, I have posted them in the NXT US page. So if you want to go and read some yeah. some about that pay per view, go check it out on the NXT US page. There's a bunch of stuff about it over there. Yeah. All right. I will. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I guess I, I can give a. Yeah. I got. I got. I got to give it like this. Um, obviously, the the top. My top. My number one. Obviously, would have to be, of course, the title match. Samoa yeah. Joe Finn Balor. Uh, great match. Good. Good contest all around. Uh, number two. I would also have to agree. On what I read about this, I, I I didn't catch all of this this match, but I but I caught the tail end of it, and uh, from what I heard, it was great. Uh, all, all around, it was great. Of course, like you mentioned, uh, Austin Aries and Nakamura, uh, great contest. But I got to give an honorable mention. Yes. 
I gotta give an honorable mention to the women's women's title match between Astro and Nia Jax. Yes, definitely. Because because I mean Astro, you know, like I said, you know, you know, it was talked about that yes, she was like I said, she tough as nails, you know, uh, Japanese superstar coming into NXT, you know, she she every, she was told everyone was told about her reputation, her presence, and you know. No, she this girl can cut loose whenever 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 she needs to be, and and then she has shown that. I mean, obviously she defeated Bailey and won the belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, and uh, Mia Jax, of course, obviously uh, a great super uh, an up and coming uh, 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 in the in the NXT Women's Division in her own right. Uh, of course, uh, uh, we did say what she is what. Uh, a cousin or a niece of The Rock? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, okay. Um, um, so I'm sure she, I'm sure a lot of that. I mean, so she's part of that Samoan dynasty. She's continuing to keep that going. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and of course in NXT, and of course along the line, I mean, probably we're bringing back bringing some of the best uh, Samoan talent that was out there. Everybody from Superfly Snuka to the Wild Samoans to the Head Shrinkers, Rikishi, uh, the Usos. Uh, um, uh, of course, the late Umaga, Yokozuna, of course, like I said, The Rock. Uh, you know, I mean, she's got all that probably all built into one, you know, one unique style, and she knows how to. And she, and, and she gave Astro a good run. That's yes. why, you know, regardless, I know Astro pulled the win off in that. Uh, uh, nonetheless, I think it was an excellent run. I think Nia Jax, I think if anyone was ever to stand up to Astro, I think it was her. I think that was a great choice for them to put. Nia Jax Jack, in that position, and you know it would not be surprised me if she had another opportunity. I think she would deserve another opportunity. Oh yeah, no question. I would agree. I think definitely it, it, it definitely speaks volumes. I mean, Nia Jax, of course. I mean, has had some opportunities. Of course, they've been talking about Bailey going after her one more time. I think Bailey's just about. I wouldn't say near the end of her NXT run, but I think she's closing in on it and wrapping it up pretty soon because I think they're ready to make her debut on the roster. When that'll happen, that remains to be seen. Uh, but I think more and more they're ready to say, okay, Bailey, just like Finn Balor, it's your time to come up to the roster next. We're ready for you to come up. I mean, you've done all you can. You've done everything you can. So, I mean, it's been a good run so far, to say the least. Um, Absolutely. But uh, one uh, team that really, one of the titles that did change hands, however, and we're going to talk about, we've mentioned tag teams, obviously, of course, is, of course, American Alpha and uh Dash and Dawson, the revival, if you will, of course, American Alpha, Chad Gable and Jason Jordan, they've been a pretty good solid team for a while. You're excused. And uh, as a result, the revival end up taking the gold away from them, and a lot of people think the revival could be on their way up to the roster. Chad, let's get your take on the revival and uh, also American Alpha. What's your spin on them? Uh, two great, four great, four great competitors. Uh, um, as a, as I used to hear Hulk Hogan call them in XWF, young studs. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Uh, great, great talents all around. Uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, they don't they don't disappoint when it comes to when it comes to talent. You know, performing 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 those you know extra special moves. Like I said, mm-hmm. uh, downright amazing. Um, I see. You know, like I said, the, like I said, you know, the revival has you know, like I said, picked up the tag belt. Did pick them up here this past Wednesday night. Uh, I see. I see both those teams going against each other one more time for, for it, and whoever and whoever 
does not leave with the belts, I bet you will be the next team to go up to the, the main roster. Yep, I would agree. I would agree. And speaking of tag team, Sean, before I get your take, and Greg, I'll get your take on this too, uh, there was one particular legendary uh, guy with a former debut with the new team, and of course he was a former tag team manager in his own right, and we all know that his star, of course, is in NXT. She's trained to become a diva, and that is Rachel Ellering. The person I'm talking about is none other than Precious Paul Ellering, probably one of the greatest, most single-handed, smart managers in the game today. After a long layoff, he shows up Wednesday night. The fans were stunned to even see him there, and I think a lot of people were surprised to see him return to wrestling the way he did, but as a result, he's got a new team. It looks like these two guys, however, are sort of like the new Road Warriors they're referring to them as, from what I've been hearing now. What's your spin on that, Chad? Uh, these guys look like they can uh, probably tear you up and eat, eat you alive. Uh um, I say that the tag team division is going to be hyped up some. I really think that it, uh, all the tag teams are going to pretty much have to be beware of these guys. Uh, it would not surprise me at all if this if this team right here was the next one to, to pick up the belts. Uh, you know, if Paul Ellering was successful in getting the Legion of Doom to a successful uh, tag team uh, gold and, of course, AWA and... Uh, I'm sure NWA and of course WCW and of course WWF. Mm-hmm. You know why not go WWE? But you know everyone knows what I'm talking about. Right. But you know if it, it, you know if he could do that with a legendary group of guys like the late late Hawk, mm-hmm. and of course World Warrior Animal. You know I'm sure like he could do he could probably take just two guys off the street, put them together. I say okay, go out there and do it. And you know what they would go do it in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, uh, I, I I think I think. You know, Paul Ellering has not lost a step. Mm-hmm. The last time anyone saw him was, of course, when he and Road Warrior Animal mm-hmm. was inducted, of course, as Legion, as Legion of Doom into the Hall of Fame. Yep. Uh, of course, with a little, one of the old WWF action figures of Road Warrior Hawk standing right there in front of it. Yes. So I, thought that, I thought that was a very, uh, I, thought, I thought that was an awesome, uh, awesome, awesome thing that they did with that. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, I think you know, like I said, if you're man, if you, like I said, you know, even with, back in the day, if you're managed by guys like 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 Paul Ellering, mm-hmm. like Jim Cornette, yeah. like uh, Bobby Heenan, like the Grand Wizard, mm-hmm. uh, um, of course, now I think the 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 one I'm, other the one now obviously would be, uh, of course, Paul Heyman possibly. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you got if you got managed by any of them, I mean, you were. You are, I think, guaranteed to have an opportunity to, to make it to the top, and I think these two guys here, with you know, being managed by a Hall of Fame wrestling manager like Precious Paul Ellering, yeah, I really do think that you know they're going they're going to see have, have a very bright future. I just hope, like I said, WWE does not waste any time with them. They mm-hmm. give them to the NXT, you know, give them like I said a year to don't don't make them wait that long. Yeah, keep them in it for a little bit. You know, give them season a little bit. Let them go up against pretty much everybody. It's all that that the all that that NXT has to offer, of course. Yeah. And then, of course, and then you know, you know what? You know, they would be in line for a good opportunity opportunity to come to the main roster. And maybe the first night they popped up in the main roster, they could probably be whoever had the tag belts and pick up the tag team championship right then on the very first night. I mean, stuff like that has happened. So mm-hmm. I mean, it would not it would not surprise me. Plus, by the way, I, I saw a picture of these guys. Yeah. And I don't know if anyone knows it or not, but one of the guys in the face of the looks like D'Lo Brown. Yeah, I noticed that too, yeah. One of them looks like a big version 
of D'Lo Brown. I, I mean, I know, I know, I know, I, I know it's not D'Lo, but to me, it looked right dead in the face. It looked just. I think um, if you look at the picture, I think we got it on the NXT US page. If you look at the picture, yeah, you see the the one on the left. Mm-hmm. He looks like D'Lo. To me. Hmm. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, John, let's get your state on the tag division and also about Precious Paul Ellering returning to WWE. Oh, huh. All right. Well, um, we got some great tag teams now, and I think these teams on in NXT shouldn't disappoint yes. with Paul Ellering as their manager because we all know how great Paul Ellering was with the Legion of Doom. Yes. So... Yeah, it looks like we might have LOD 2.0 on our hands. It's it's possible, yeah. I mean, we had it before the LOD 2000. It could be LOD 2.21, 21st century, or LOD future, for that matter. I mean, I, I mean I've mean i talked about Paul Irving before, and I, I think he is, and Chell backed me on this, and I've said it off the air, too, to other people who are fans of wrestling and non-fans of wrestling. Precious Paul E., has to be one of the top five, if not one of the top three smartest G managers in history. I mean, I'll put him up there with Jim Cornette, like Chad said. I'll put him up with Bobby Heenan, Paul Heyman. I mean, the guy is very, very intelligent. No question about it. And like I said, not only Wrestling Howard, he did outside work of Wrestling Howard, like he's a member of Mansell, but he also did a long time the Idita Rod Howard, which is pretty ballsy when you think about it. And to be in that kind of shape to do something like that, that takes guts. So Paul Ellering is definitely one of the smartest managers, I think, in history. Yes. I would have to, I, again, I said I would have to agree. I mean, you know, Paul Ellering managing the no, part of the new generation. Yes, certainly. That right there ought to tell you that that's, and I don't mean to put it in here right fast, but, no. I, but it's just, just as key to me. Hmm. You know, having a legendary Hall of Fame manager yes. manage, managing uh, you know, uh, two young studs like this. Mm-hmm. So, and you ought to believe, I'm sure, all 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 the uh, knowledge and advice that he has fed into these guys, drilled into these guys' heads. Yes. You know that these guys are going to be a direct threat, not only to the NXT tag belts, mm-hmm. but going to be a direct threat the night they step into a ring on Raw or SmackDown Yep. And go out and, and grab those tag belts, man, because you know that's going to happen. Right oh, yes. Oh, you watch yes. and see. You watch yep. and see. Yes. No question. Uh, Greg, I know, like, again, you did not watch the show, but you know the name Paul Aaron very, very well, of course, with the Legion of Doom, Hawk, and Amel. Let's get your take about Paul Aaron returning to WWE and what it means. Uh, what's your opinion? I'll repeat the answer the question of. Paul Ellering returning to the WWE. What is your take about him returning to the company and now with a new team that seems to be uh, hell-bent on destroying anyone in their path? What's your spin and take? Yeah, they're uh, pretty good and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't really follow them that much. But right. if they're on, like, Raw or SmackDown, I will pay attention and be like, wow, these guys are pretty good. I don't mm-hmm. know their background and stuff. Yeah. And, and 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 speaking of um, and, but what managers, I mean, this is totally off the manager subject. I mean, and big guys in their own right. I ended up watching yesterday. I mean, uh, I watched it. I should say late Saturday into early yesterday. How and then I watched the rest of it prior to yesterday's 
game, obviously. I watched the rest of the first disc, anyway, of the greatest Giants in history. And, of course, we mentioned Giants like King Kong Bundy, Psycho Sid, The Great Khali, Haystacks Calhoun, Grill Monsoon. I've only watched the first disc of that. But another disc that I watched recently, however, folks, and I just got it finally last week, was the Eric Bischoff DVD. I've watched the first disc of that. And I'll tell you what, if you've not seen it yet, and uh, you, you kind of owe it to yourself to watch it, because he talks a lot about his time, how he got started out as... Uh, this and that, how he grew up in Detroit, then he moved to Pittsburgh, then, of course, he got into martial arts. He uh, became a model at one time, and that's how he met his wife, Lori, who he's been married to for 30 years. Then he got into wrestling, of course, purely by accident, uh, by working for um, the old American Wrestling Association, the AWA, if you will. And uh, he has had a very unique, let's just say, retrospective career over the last 25 years. I mean, he's gone from being executive producer to uh, announcer to manager to uh, sort of like a co-assistant GM. I mean, he's become friends and fa- fans and friends of both uh, wrestlers alike, but uh, some people back in the day really didn't like what he stood for because he was always about his ego. Case in point, people who didn't like him, Chris Jericho, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and other guys. But now it's like all of a sudden they have a new respect for him, and I don't know if any of you guys had a chance to watch that DVD, but uh, if you get a chance, uh, it is a very good DVD. Like I said, I've only watched the first disc already. I'm going to probably watch the second disc later this week and the third disc too. So hopefully next week, however, or in the next few weeks, I'll give you my take out. But, uh, but from what I've seen so far, it's a pretty good DVD. Uh, John, have you had a chance to watch it yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, I would definitely check it out. You. Greg, have you had a chance to check out the new uh, Eric Bischoff DVD yet? I seen it on the network. It was on the first look, and I was like, oh, there's something good on, so I watched a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. And what was your take? I really liked it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good, too, like I said. I mean, I definitely think, it's, I mean, like I said, it just, it talks about so much. I mean, some of the people that were on there, I mean, like I said, I mean, even the couple people I was blown away with that showed up on the show were like Sonny Ono. I mean, Sonny Ono looks tremendous compared to what he was back in the day. I mean, we know Sonny Ono back in the day used to manage guys like Yuji Nagata, the Ultimo Dragon, among other guys, Hiroshi Tenzon. I mean, he was always big in the Japanese thing. But uh, him and Bischoff go back about 25, 30 years. Chad, you were about to say something. Please, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the option. Sorry. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to say something. <laughs> but also, you got to keep in mind, also, uh, um, of course, uh, one of our somewhat favorite guys that he also managed was uh, Ernest Miller. Oh, yes. Ernest the Cat Miller. Yes, of course. Yes, definitely. And like I said, Bischoff, of course, as we said, of course, uh, had a hand of bringing the Paul Nash into the WCW, of course, uh, the first time, however, in the early 90s when they were known as Oz and Diamond Stud. Of course, uh, the Diamond Stable, which was also uh, dealt with Diamond Dallas Page and DDP, even talks about how he became close friends with Eric Bischoff. Uh, one person that was not on that DVD, and I was kind of a little surprised that he didn't have his own take and opinion on him, was obviously Hulk Hogan. And I mean, you think Hulk Hogan would have said something about Eric Bischoff, however. I mean, actually, he was on there, I think, for only a brief second, but he didn't talk for very long, but he was only in there for like a couple seconds, but he didn't go into much detail because I guess they didn't want to do much with Hogan because of the whole thing that's been going on, but other people, like I said, who grew uh, to love and hate Bischoff over the years, and they showed old clips, included guys like Ric Flair, uh, Gerald Briscoe, uh, Daniel Bryan, Mick Foley, uh, 
who else did they talk to? Like I said, Bill Shaw was interviewed, uh, Mean Gene Oakland. Some of these were old clips, but some of the newer clips, like I said, with Bill Shaw and DDP and Sonny Ono, I mean, had a different perspective and a different outlook and spin take on Bishop. I mean, they felt that uh, he did not get the credit he deserved. And it was very unique. And like I said, it was only an hour and a half long, the first disc was. But in disc two, when I get to it eventually this week, I'm sure, like I said, I'll watch it this week and give you my take. Uh, they do the special two-part thing he did with uh, Eric uh, JBL back in September of last year. Uh, Greg, I'm sure you got a chance to watch it since you did have the network. Uh, give us uh, your spin and take on how that interview went uh, between him and JBL. I heard it was quite fascinating. It was. It was one of the best I've seen on the network. It's a part one, part two kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember a lot of it, but it uh, you would like it. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll, like I said, I'll definitely check it out. And like I said, I mean, this, this is a guy who, I mean, if you never heard the book Controversy Creates Cash People or even heard of this guy, Howard, you uh, might want to check it out because, like I said, this is a guy who in the early 90s, however, uh, got his start as an announcer, then became an executive producer, and then became an announcer again when Nitro started. But there's a lot of people, like I said, admire him and respect him, there's still some people who don't feel uh, a thing for him because of the way he ruined the business. And really, I wouldn't say he was part of the guy that ruined the business. It's just I think a lot of people keep saying in all these DVDs and all these specials are, I think what killed WCW, and this is just my opinion, I don't know if anyone else will agree with me or disagree with me, you're entitled to it. I think what killed him is they just did not get more, better. And they had a lot of talent, but they just didn't push it up to the moon. They always kept the same guys always on top, like the Hogans, the Lugers, the Nashes the giants of the world, whereas guys like Malenko, Jericho, Mysterio, guys like that, they were always underneath them, however, and not getting the credit they deserve because they deserve the credit. I mean, the cruiserweight division, I would put that up today against any light heavyweight in WWE. I mean, that's just saying a lot. I mean, I would like to see matches, like I said, guys like Sammy Zane versus Malenko or Guerrero versus uh, a guy like, say, um... Uh, who's a cruiserweight I'm thinking of right now? There's a cruiserweight. There's a bunch of cruiserweights I'm thinking of, but guys like that. I mean, certain people like that. Because I, I think it would be fascinating. Guys like maybe Guerrero and Finn Balor, even. I mean, that that would be fun. You know, that would be entertaining. We always do fantasy matchups. We dream up all those matchups. But if they had those kind of matchups back then, like 10, 15, 20 years ago, those would be like four or five plus star matches all over. I mean, you can forget the Hogan and Savages. You can forget the Nashes and the Halls and the Harlem Heats and the Rockers of the world. You can put cruiserweights in the ring, however, and make an all-cruiserweight type uh, pay-per-view, however, with all these type of guys, however, I'm sure you would draw tons of cash. Tons of cash, because those were what make WCW a lot of fun. And that's what was exciting about it. Okay, we're almost out of time here, but don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be having a very special show coming up in about three weeks, however, when we hit the big 5-0. Next week, of course, will be the big 4-8, where we'll be talking about money in the bank. Of course, we'll be on tomorrow night. Don't forget, one three eight zero five five pounds at 9 o'clock, talking about Raw and everything, giving you our spin and take. And, of course, at 7 o'clock, we'll have Wrestling Revisit. Of course, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, along with myself, uh, Kendrick Lowdown Smith, and Big Gerard T. Smith, the phenomenal one himself, King Annabelle, will be joining us. The call ID will begin at one. Three nine nine two six. And right now, we're going to give you our Raw ratings and predictions for the night. Of course, Raw ratings have been suffering as late, however, but hopefully tonight they can pick back up a little bit, especially with Money in the Bank just around the corner. So we're going to get everyone's spin and take on that. However, before we call it a day here, we're going to start it off first in North Carolina with the Four Horsemen man himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw, is going to give us his Raw rating prediction. Chad, go right ahead. Okay. Uh, I think it's Raw. 
Like I said, this is like it was what Pidgey said that Ross definitely got to pick up here big time here. Uh, I'm gonna give the rating about a two. Uh, which I can go a little bit higher than this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be play it safe. I'm gonna say about a. I might stick around it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a two point four five. All right, and what will our main event be? And my main event will be will be pretty interesting here. Uh, and uh, I said something similar about this last week, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call it like this. Uh, uh I'm I'm still gonna call it. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I'll do this here. Uh, so I'm going to call it as a six-man tag. All right. I'm going to call it getting uh, uh, AJ in the club. All right. Versus, and it's not who y'all will think I'm saying here. All right. But. But I'm going to put it as, as this. Uh, let me see. Well, let, let me take that back. Hold on, hold on. Let me take that back a little bit. Okay. Well, Cena may not. Cena may maybe waiting until the pay per view to make his wrestling reappearance. So I'm going to wait on. I'm going to hold Cena back a little bit. Okay. I'm going to say. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Gallows and Anderson with AJ in their corner. Mm-hmm. Well, they're a regular tag team. Uh, Gallows and Anderson with AJ in their corner versus Kofi and Kofi and Big E with uh, Xavier in their corner. Ooh, okay. All right, John. Let's go to you next. Raw rating and main event prediction, please. Um, raw rating will be uh. Roman uh the club. Yeah. Luke Gals against John Cena. Oh, okay. And what will our rating be tonight? Uh two point eight. Wow, you're going way up this week, huh? Okay. Uh Greg, let's go to you next. Raw rating and main event, please. Uh maybe it's gonna do well because due to the pay for you. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Uh, um, maybe like a tag okay. team or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's no problem, no problem. And for me, you know what? I'm going to go 2.5, and I think your main event prediction is going to be the confrontation in the Ambrose Asylum. I think you're going to see an all-out brawl with all three guys, however, getting into it, however, and I think you're going to have that close out the show, I think, especially with Roman and Seth uh, just uh, just continuing to hit each other. No end. Dean will be taken out early. He'll try to fight back, but then all of a sudden you'll see the money in the bank guys come out, and they'll maybe all brawl on the upper stage or on the lower down end. However, you got Roman and uh, Seth going at So I think that's what's going to happen tonight. I mean, it should be a good show, let's hope. I mean, you're going up against the NBA Finals, of course, Game four to, or Game 5 tonight. Of course, the Golden State Warriors are closing in on another championship. Uh, of course, Draymond Green will not be playing due to the low blow he did to LeBron James the other night, so 
he has been suspended for tonight. Unfortunately, however, it doesn't matter. I think the Golden State Warriors are going to wrap up their season, which has been another magical year for them and Steve Kerr. And congratulations to them for a phenomenal season so far, as well as the Cavs. But bigger ups to the Golden State Warriors, if you want. Greg had to leave us now, so Greg, thank you for joining us today. Uh, it should be an interesting night of action. Of course, that will probably be the last championship game you'll see tonight, however, at least for a while, however, until football season, preseason. And of course, you've got Monday Night Baseball now. Anyway, don't forget, next week, ladies and gentlemen, again, we will talk more about Money in the Bank. Of course, we've got a lot of surprises in store in the weeks to come. However, it should be a very, very good show, however, in more ways than one. But again, don't forget this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Revolution. You can get your bets and you can also make your predictions, however, with our Money in the Bank prediction pay-per-view pre-show. And of course, it should be a great day for you fathers and sons out there, of course. Uh, Hopefully, uh, it'll also be a nice weekend for you to uh, go out and enjoy some of uh, the nice weather and take advantage of the nice weather and see uh, some excitement happen around your area, including the big U.S. Open golf tournament this Sunday, which is just outside of my neck of the woods in Pittsburgh. Oh, anyway. Uh, um, uh, yes, Chad. Uh, a couple of quick things, if I may. Uh, sure. I've just been handed a uh, sent a invitation by someone on Facebook about an yeah. upcoming uh, independent wrestling event. Um, please, please tell us about that. For those of you who uh, uh around Indianapolis, yes, um, there is a uh, there is an event going on June eighteenth, which is this coming Saturday at seven thirty mm-hmm. uh, at Indiana Convention Center, one hundred South Capitol Avenue in Indianapolis, Indiana. The tickets are available at Indy. PopCon, P-O-P-C-O-N dot com. Mm. Uh, and uh, I see a picture. Uh, I'm trying to get some, I'm trying to see if maybe the picture might be able to tell me something. But, uh, but it appears that I've got four, um, four big time superstars that are going to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what capacity. Uh, some uh, the um, the uh, uh, it's uh, called uh, Strong Style Wrestling and RCW Invade uh, Indie PopCon is the event, uh, and I think some of the superstars are going to be involved in it, and they don't give they're not giving a whole lot of details about it, but some of the superstars are going to, and I'll say it here in a minute. It appears to be TNA Knockout Angelina Love, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Dreamer, yes, and the Headbangers. Ooh, okay. So and I know that they're holding tag team gold there for, for them too. I guess so. If you're around that particular area, that sent me an invitation. Um, and like I said, it's all up in Indiana. But like I said, if anyone around that area is uh, not doing anything to it, uh, by all means, please. Uh, Give it, give that a whirl. Like I said, uh, and and you know, you heard it right here. Uh, like I said, uh, right here on uh, on one of our on uh, one of our shows here, the WWS Radio Network here. But the tickets will be available. Like I said, Indie Pop Con. No, don't don't put an R in there. You might you might get that confused. But IndiePopCon.com. If you want tickets to go see this, this Saturday the 18th. At the Indiana Convention Center in in, in uh, Indianapolis. Oh, okay, very much. Thank you very much, Jed. We'll definitely check that out. And I can honestly say now, uh, the one match I said that was going to be a tag match, our women's match, our has now been announced. It will happen. Dana Brooke 
and Charlotte will take on Natty and Becky. So there you go. Another match has just been added, ladies and gentlemen. I just heard. So there you go. Another match has been added to this Sunday's uh, show, if you will. So there you go. Okay. So we're shaping up to have a very interesting Money in the Bank, it looks like. We might have one more match or two more matches added before the week's out. Who knows? However, it should be a great week. However, I know a lot of people out there in Vegas with the heat and humidity, however, are looking forward to seeing what uh, happens there in their neck of the woods. However, who's going to cash in? Who's going to be the big winners? However, uh, roll the roulette wheel and also a spin at the craps table will be the old saying, let's just say, and it should be a fun week. A lot of people are very much looking forward to that, and that should be very, very interesting to see what happens out there in Sin City. Of course, next week they will be in Phoenix, and then Tuesday night they will be in Tucson. If you so it's going to be a very busy week out there in the southwest. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to call it a day here. We want to thank our guest again, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, for joining us, the Big Diesel Gregory Kramer, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. We also want to send out special shout-outs to our other colleagues who, uh, unfortunately, could not make it today, but we always think of them, and we always say hey to them every, on every show. The last Kramer, Reckenbach, uh, the JML Experience, Jeff Tears, the Big Guy Q, Gerard T., phenomenal King N.W.O. Smith, Michelle Black Widow, Miss Madness Dodds, and, of course, the rest of our panels as well. So we will be back tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time with another great show, however you, but for now, we're going to take you out for the rest of the evening. We hope you have a safe, great Monday night. Again, uh, a very safe week as well, and we will be back in the ring with you same time, same time, I said twice now. Same time next week, ladies and gentlemen, however. And Guest 7 has told us, great show as always. We appreciate Guest 7. We hope to hear from you again next week. Uh, We will talk to you again tomorrow night. Have a great Monday night, everyone. Enjoy your night. Be careful out there. And uh, we will see you again a week from now, however, and also tomorrow night with Revisit. Have a great night, guys. John, take us out, please. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.